can't believe we are already into the spooky season. I'm your host, Chris, along with host Connor Williams. And Hello. where's Preston? Um, Preston, you there? No Preston with us. What's going on? He, he You know what? <clears throat> I Honestly, I think he like intentionally wanted to skip our movie discussion because he was like, oh, crap. I'm not I'm not gonna know anything um I think I know it was a little I think it was a little stressful for him the last time we were talking <laughs> movies it was a little I don't know I, I I could I could hear the sweat rolling off his forehead when we were hitting on the movies last time that's why that's why I really I really want to get these commentaries going because I I like I want nothing more than to show him some of the movies that have like stuck with me throughout all my years of of I don't know, being alive, I guess. And it and it's it will be like you're watching it for the first time through Preston watching it for the first time. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like like when we took him to Disney, like I know he's been to Disney before, but I have such a specific way of like doing things that that I tried to make it as easy as possible on the person going. And and so like yeah. seeing him seeing well Flora and Cheyenne and and all of them like just getting to experience those things, even though they've done most of that stuff before, but just like seeing, you know, our way of doing things, it was, it was kind of like he was experiencing it for the first time too. Uh, and so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I don't know if you, before we get into our topic, if you had to choose one movie to start him off with, what would it be? Horror themed? Um, ju- just any movie in general that he hasn't seen. Classic horror I think I know mine, but I don't know. It's kind of a weird one to start him off with. Uh, you go first. Let me think a minute. I think I would have to choose between two different movies because they start us off really strong in a genre that I think just continued to grow better and better and better. Um, and then just kind of halt until, I don't know, I would say recently in the last maybe 10 years, but I would choose a sci-fi movie and I would either do 2001, a space odyssey to introduce him to Kubrick or, mm-hmm. or uh, blade runner because okay. I, I just blade runner is like one of my favorite movies of all time that and 2049 are just incredible. You know, I'm going to, yeah, those would be good. And we talked about those before too. If, if I'm going to say horror themed, I guess, or horror genre, uh, what I would introduce him into for a horror genre film. And I'm wondering if he's watched it. Cause I mean, it's a, it's a classic, right? Um, I'm thinking I would have to say, and I don't know if he has or not. So I'm going to have to ask him this. I would have him watch Jaws. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think he's watched it before? Probably not. I, I I don't know. It's hard to say because it's such a classic movie. But then again, those are the movies he's missing are such classic movies. I know. It's like if you have it, you have to. If you have, I want to know what you thought of it. Right. No, Jaws, Jaws is, is a good one. Classic. It's like it's like Spielberg's defining movie as a director, I think. Um, so, no, that that's really good. Yeah, because it introduced people to a horror of the daytime and a horror of something completely different. Um, you know. and so if I if I had to say a newer horror film, not not a classic, I guess I would I would have him I would introduce him into the Conjuring 
universe. Have you yeah. have you experienced all of that? I know so 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 much about Ed and Lorraine Warren and all of those cases and all of those movies and James Wan is a horror director. I am all about them. I adore I think he them. would be too. I think he would be too. I think it would pull him into that. Chris Chris, I think this is a great segue into our topic. Um which everyone if you haven't guessed it, it's October. It's the spooky season. Mm-hmm. So we're here to talk to you guys about some of our favorite horror movies, what makes them scary, and why we think that you should watch them. Um, you know, I think I think we're we're packed full. Chris, I had no idea you were a horror buff until uh, until we started doing the show together. About what, like the first episode you came on like a year ago, like Preston told me yeah, you were really into horror movies, um, and I bet oh, you didn't know yeah. that. Like, I am just infatuated with the supernatural overall. And so, as a result, I'm just completely taken back by stuff like that. Um, so I think this, I, I, this is yeah, great. I mean, that's what that's what I was thinking too. I see a lot of people post uh, right now with starting the horrorathon for October. I'm on whatever uh, night it is of horror movies. I'm like, I like watching horror movies all year long. So yeah. it's like horrorathon all year. But yeah. yeah, definitely for October, I'm loving it. I mean, it it gets you in the mood. Uh, because it is that spooky season and there's so many great films out there not just wrapped around the supernatural but even the cheese man from the 1980s i love it i love it oh yeah yeah i but i mean are you kidding me i bought shutter in like july like <laughs> <laughs> it's like christmas in july but halloween that's, you know yeah that's a great way to i so i know i know you guys know and i do a show uh with my brother we talk about a lot of this uh, because both of us are huge horror buffs, but we we like collecting physical media. So I know there's um, like I'll I'll check it out on Shutter or I'll check it out on Amazon Prime. They have a lot of good selection of of some old horror type movies. But man, I've got so many uh, Blu-rays and physical media forms of movies that I've seen, and I'm like. I've got to have that in the collection. I want to come back to that and watch that every year about this time. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um, <clears throat> I want to I, I want to start this off by asking you if you've seen a, a very specific movie that I hold very dear to my heart because it is one of the only movies in recent years that has actually kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, and I, it is a Shutter original. However. I bought it on. I bought it as a physical copy because I had heard so many good things about it. I thought there's no way I'm not going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. And it is called The Dark and the Wicked. Yes, I did see that. Wow. I actually, I don't know. I don't think I picked that one up. I'm scanning the. You know, you get so many, and it's like, oh, do I have that or do I? Not? No, I don't think I picked it up. I think I caught it on Shutter, and it was a good one. It was it was fantastic. It's got um, oh my gosh, it's got so many good uh, actors and actresses. Like actually, it, it, it was considered like a like a quote unquote B B tier B list movie, but it had like like S tier actors. You know, um, yeah, it had a lot of really good people. the The woman, the main woman, uh, the daughter, I I forget what she was in, and it's really gonna bug me like crazy. I should know this, but. To be quite honest, it's it's 
such a such a terrifying film that I've only seen it twice to me. And and that, that's that's saying a lot. There's not a whole lot that happens. It's not very eventful, but I guess no, it's it's, just, it's the premise, the the eeriness of it all. Yeah, it's pretty dark. I mean, it's it. Yeah, it's not like the. I don't know. I think the the more real the movies get, uh, the less kind of in your face action. And the, the darker it is, the yeah, the harder. I mean, it makes it a great horror, <clears throat> a horror film. Yeah. But it, yeah, it sometimes is difficult to watch multiple times. I mean, you experience it, but yeah, it can pull you in and and become so real at times. And I, I just feel like that's what makes a good horror movie. For for those of you who uh, are good with with actors, uh, her name is Marin Ireland, and she is in. The Empty Man and The Umbrella Academy. Those are the movies that I know her from. Um, okay. But more more known for a movie called 28 Hotel Rooms, um, Sneaky Pete, and Why the Last Man, as, as well as some other, looks like, uh, TV. Oh, she was on The, the Homeland Show. Um, the, yeah, The Homeland TV series. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that so that came out, that came out last year. I think I caught that, it was earlier this year. Yeah, but yeah, it was a, it was a good one. Um, let me see. I, I actually think I got a physical copy of uh, the one I was going to ask if you had seen. Um, I think I might surprise you with my uh, with my horror movie. My the list of horror movies that I've seen. I've seen some pretty outrageous, outrageous stuff. Honestly. The I, I watched it recent. It's an it's a 2015 film, uh, The Witch. Mm. Have you seen The Witch? I absolutely have. Yeah. What did you think? What what are, what are your thoughts on that? It was god awful boring. Yeah. Um, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. So Preston, I, man, I wish he was here. Preston and I saw that together with Cora. It was the first ah, movie Cora okay. and I ever saw together. Oh, okay. So okay. So. I'm so conflicted because it's it's fantastic. It's a great movie, but there is nothing in that movie that made me go, "Wow, this is terrifying." It was weird. It was kind of strange and messed up. But like, I didn't go home thinking Black Philip was gonna follow me all the way home from the movie theater and then stand up and slice my throat while I was laying in bed. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. And it's kind of hard because at the time. Well, I mean, looking back on it now, it, okay, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. When I say it was boring, I don't actually mean it. But looking back on it now, I know Anya Taylor-Joy from so many other shows and movies that I just look back at that and I think, wow, that's the same girl. That's the same little blonde girl who's in Queen's Gambit and Split. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm conflicted. Yeah, I, I get where you're where you're going i mean it wasn't boring like put me to sleep watching it it was it was a slow burn to really nothing but it was a a good film because of i guess it they made they made you feel like you were in new england at the time right Uh, they they brought you right to the setting and i mean it was a recent one i watched uh that wasn't on i don't even know where i picked it up a used movie store or something i was like yeah that looks interesting uh, and watched it, and I was like, "Yeah," and, and it ranks pretty good. Um, like 
somewhat with like Rotten Tomatoes and, and others. So I was kind of surprised by the high percentage it got. Right. But I thought it was an okay film. So the director of The Witch, Robert Eggers, is um, his second movie is my favorite out of his two. Uh, the Witch was actually his debut as a director and his first movie with A24. Uh, his second movie oh, yeah, yeah, is a movie yeah. I enjoy far, far, far more, and a movie that I highly recommend you watch. Not because it's scary, but because it's so. It really, it's it's again, it's one of those things that really draws you in. It's shot. I don't know how much you know about like the actual formality of film, but it's shot on thirty-five millimeter, um, yes. and so it's made to look. It's got it uses vintage mm-hmm. lenses from things like the twenties and the thirties, and so it's got this incredible cinematography that makes you look makes you think that you're looking at miniatures but you're really looking at these really these like telephoto uh, these telephoto shots of an island um, and it's called the lighthouse it's got okay. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe and just the two of them and it is a fantastic movie it's a, it's again it's one of those things where Robert Eggers because he wrote and directed both the witch and the lighthouse it's another one of those things where he really does all he can to bring you into feeling like you're actually there. And so he, he copies what he does with the witch and brings in all this, like this, uh, sailor, this quote unquote sailor slang into, into this movie. And then again, they speak in this like old English, um, like this old East coast English. And it, it's, it's, ah, it's, it's, in, it's incredible. It's such a, such a good movie. <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't the, seen the lighthouse. The the witch is good. I I completely agree. Um, so the witch, the the, the director, of the witch, Robert Eggers, sat down. Uh, do you listen to the Eight Twenty Four podcast at all? No. So he sat down. Eight Twenty Four runs a podcast where their directors kind of sit down with each other and talk about movies. Okay. Um, Robert Eggers sat down with um, one of my he's he's ranking up there he is uh, he is getting up there for sure uh, one, of, one of my favorite directors and that would be Ari Aster and they talked okay. about two of the new movies that they were working on because Ari Aster's debut film was Hereditary and Hereditary I'll put this out. Hereditary is my number one most favorite and most terrifying horror film I have ever seen in my life. It ranks. It's up. It's up there. It's number one. Hmm. What would be your top five horror movies? Um, of all time. Hereditary. And then Rosemary's Baby, um, man, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which one? The original. original. The very yeah, the original. Okay. So what? That's that's three. Three. The first Conjuring movie. Okay. And oh, this is hard. I mean, there's so many good ones, but it's hard to choose like a top five. Probably Scream. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. Scream was like a genre, like a slasher genre defining. I don't know. It defined movies of the nineties. 
Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, it was definitely, uh, I think a game changer a little bit with horror as well. Um, I would say a, you, there's definitely a couple there on my top five. Um, I would include Halloween in that because it's just an original, I mean, not from a horror kind of scary film, but just a how John Carpenter shot that movie on the tight budget that he had and for it to be so successful and kind of establish a lot of like the slasher as we know it i i think that has to rank up in my top five um and and again again halloween is one of those movies that i treasure greatly um but for me i i don't know i think the i think the reason the reason i chose the movies that i did is because the things that scare me more are the parent like the more paranormal side of things um things that have a lot to do with with religion and stuff like that um because you know we are god-fearing men and that 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 stuff's crazy (laughs) that stuff's really scary yeah so speaking of paranormal so like uh paranormal activity what are your thoughts on those films the films as a whole or like the style of films that they are and the whole found footage thing i think uh first the the films themselves and then we'll talk like the found footage horror kind of filming um you know i thought it was interesting i i grew up watching with my dad and my actually my whole family wasn't just my dad it was my entire family my aunts my uncles cousins um every night we would or ever not every night every week on wednesdays we would all just kind of gather in our own living rooms and stuff like that Kind of similar to watching football, how you know a team scores a touchdown, you call your you call your buddy up and say, "Oh, you, you see that score?" Well, we would watch Ghost Hunters. Okay. With taps like you know, Jason and Grant, Dave and Tango, all those guys, um, and we watched it from the very start of the show. I was I was small, I was tiny, but we watched it from the very start of the show, all the way through until the very end, um, and that show. I, I don't know. It's kind of what made me interested in the paranormal and what made me scared of a lot of stuff like that. And and when you when you watch those shows, they're more often than not heading into places that are abandoned that have a past. Um, and paranormal activity kind of showed us that you know it didn't matter where you were living. You could have the the newest house on the newest plot of land. You know, avoid the whole pet cemetery thing, and you could still mm-hmm. experience. You could still experience the paranormal, and, and it. it it's interesting because at the time, you know, we, we had seen movies and seen things that tie to, well, so-and-so person is haunted. It's not, it's not the house. Um, and then Annabelle introduced us, well, now the objects are haunted. The doll is yeah. haunted. And this kind of showed us that, like, you're, you're not, it doesn't matter how far away you go you're not really safe from from the, that kind of stuff and it was it was interesting because you got to see how their inside lives just kind of fell apart and like in the safety of their own home i really i like the first one i think it was great it was again it was like a kind of a dare i say genre defining thing where they did a lot of stuff that hadn't been done before um <laughs> but Again, it it suffers from the same thing that all great horror movies do after a while. 
and that is too many sequels. Um, there's yeah too much that goes into the story, and it, it ends up ruining it. And so it's good, but I don't know. I, I have I have a love hate relationship with that that series. Yeah, I caught I caught the first two, but I I kind of dropped off from the rest of them. I've got them, haven't watched them, uh, so I don't I don't know how how far it goes uh, away from how good the first and a little bit the second was. So I need to watch them, get caught up on them. So along kind of the similar similar vein, found footage. What what did you think about the Blair Witch? Um not scary whatsoever and and most people will agree although when the movie came out people were actually terrified of that thing um yeah like seeing it in theaters and stuff like that but when i watched it you know i was born the year it came out so it's time had had passed and you know the actors resurfaced on the internet which didn't really have a solid foundation at the time for that kind of stuff so that was the true that was like the true taste of okay this is a found footage horror movie and i think the the idea is fantastic and it was so well executed that i don't have any complaints i don't think it's scary no um, i, I think when, when you think about it more in the fact that the two guys were probably the ones who lured her out there and killed her is a better idea than the blair witch itself but then they went on mm-hmm. and made that book of shadows movie which was i don't even want to talk about that yeah so i popped in a movie that i heard really good reviews around um i have not i i watched like five minutes of it um i i need to finish it i just got pulled away i couldn't i couldn't watch the rest of it and i'm curious if you've watched it and i want to get your take on it if so have you watched sinister Yes, I have. I watched that um, when it around when it came out because that was like that was in the time of Insidious and stuff like that being really big. And mm-hmm. I think the first Conjuring movie had came out, so all the hype was around like a few directors. And A twenty four was was getting into stuff. Blumhouse was yeah. really, really, really killing it at the time. Sinister, I think, put the whole Blumhouse thing on the map for for horror. Um, what an original idea for a movie. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like, um, I don't know, like parts of it are so pet cemetery esque with some of the kids. I don't say, I don't want to say too much cause I don't know how far you are into it. Well, so I, when I popped it in, uh, the opening where the family is hung in the tree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, it's like right in your face right there. And then it, breaks to the the new family moving into the home and just a little bit into that as they're kind of getting things set up so i haven't gone far at all i'm literally like five minutes into the movie okay uh just because i i i caught a uh i don't even know where i've seen it somebody had recommended that and it's one that i never for some reason never caught in the past uh so i ended up picking it up like on a dvd uh so thought i'd pop it in and then like i say it got pulled away so yeah not very far into it so anything you say will be a spoiler most likely it's um it's very good it's very original although i think you know it's one of those movies where if you take this and this and mix it together well you got sinister um 
I I actually have a, a question for you because you know you've you've been you've been into this stuff a lot longer than I have. Um, so, are, are to you what what makes a horror movie good? What what makes it worth watching? You know, aside from the cheesy jump scares and stuff like that, like what makes what makes a horror movie good? I th- I think it depends on what you're in the mood for. Um, like like I say, I've got movies from oh my gosh the uh, from really cheesy stuff from early 1980s to kind of the more uh, paranormal type movies like like we've talked about. I think I, if I think about what makes a scary movie good, just for the a normal viewer. I know when my sister had, she doesn't watch scary movies really, never has um, a whole lot. I mean, maybe a nightmare on Elm street or something like that. But I always remember her saying when she watched a horror movie, that is a classic and probably one I going back to our first question about what I would recommend Preston watch. And this is one I would definitely make, uh, Preston watch or have him watch or see if he's already because it's such a classic. But she watched this movie and could not sleep in her room for the longest time uh, because of a fear of something in the closet or a fear of something in her room. And the movie she watched was The Exorcist. So okay. I think when you blend, I, I think what makes a good horror movie uh when you blend the 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 religious religion side of things with the paranormal and kind of the evil that can be wrapped up and sometimes possess an individual i think that is what i would say makes a strong horror movie uh, because it's so ingrained in a lot of us as we've grown up just around uh, if you've grown up in a church or or whatever have any sort of religious background you know the fight between good and evil and it's like if you if you mess with the wrong things you could find yourself in a bad situation so i know they've made a lot of movies around like the ouija board and a lot of these different things but i think for a classic um i think the exorcist is a, a really good film uh, and I'm I'm excited to hear that they may be be making a remake of that. Yeah, I I I'm gonna have to agree. I, I you kind of played right into my hand of like, what do you think? Like, what kind of? I mean, and you might think this is different, but what topics uh, that that a horror movie can center around? Do you find more scary? Do you find slashers scary? Do you find the paranormal slash religion side of things scary? Um, yeah, but uh, creature I, I, movies. Yeah, I think the I definitely think the paranormal because it gets more it touches more to the unknown but reality that could be. I mean, we've got mass murderers and killers that have, are in reality, right? We have we have crazy people killing people every day. Uh, but really in a in a film that's not really scary. I think in those films, it's more of the jump scares that get you right. It's not, oh, I'm I'm afraid a, a guy in a hockey mask is on the run and and kill killing people uh, in a spree, which 
could happen. Right. But I think the the scarier thing is is in a film when you watch it, uh, when when it makes you walk outside and think, eh, I don't know what there there could be something like that that happens uh, in regards to the paranormal or the uh, evil kind of taking hold of of you or a thing uh, within within your life i this isn't scary movie stuff but kind of reality and i know you've experienced this too but i remember when i was a kid the scariest thing i i had heard i was really young and my dad was actually in the home we were living in at the time and my cousins lived next door to us and this was pretty early in the afternoon. I think it was probably when he had gotten home from work and he had heard our back door open and close. And then he heard something go across the, like the roof of our house, but not on the roof sounded like it was on the ceiling in our house. Mm. Like, and it, it like freaked him out because there was nobody home at our house, but he thought, well, maybe that, was somebody that threw a baseball up on top of our roof or something, making a, a strange noise. So went to see if, if my uh, cousins and, and uncle and family was home. Nobody was there either. And it's like after that, we would have some weird things that happened in our house. Like the TV would just come on and off and on and off. And I don't know if you remember, but like Hot Wheels were a, a big thing when I was a kid. And at that time, they had, like, battery-powered Hot Wheels. Like, you'd push down on the car, and it would make a siren go off or something if it was, like, a police car. I had a box of Hot Wheels when I was a kid, and it was in our uh, my bedroom. And I remember there was a Hot Wheel that was on top of that box of cars that would just go off randomly. Oh, every now and then and you had to physically push down on those cars and like make the wheels compress to make that uh siren trigger and go off and it it only happened in the night and those are the things that i think are kind of what are are chilling and when those get captured in a in a movie in a horror movie i think that's what kind of scares me i guess you'd say the most watching them i mean I, I still love it. it. It just gives you that kind of high or that uh, kind of gets your heart racing a little bit, not not knowing what's going to happen, but knowing something bad is going to happen. Yeah, and like it, the, whole, it, the whole rush of adrenaline. Yeah, it lets you kind of step your toe into it um, and experience that, but knowing that, yeah, that could, that could be a, a real thing because it is the unknown. I think that's what I would say makes a good one and ones that I enjoy and ones that scare me the most. I, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, but there's one variable that tends to scare me a little more, um, just because of the past and how a lot of that stuff has played out. Uh, the reason I find hereditary so scary, uh, is because of that whole, you know, paranormal thing, but it feeds more off of the, the pain like the emotional pain that the people feel during this film because more often than not they experience so many tragedies and when when you think about losing a child you think of like this gut-wrenching pain you know it's it's unimaginable 
And so you take that and you put that into a movie and you have someone portray that emotion so accurately. And on top of that, you mix in a cult full of devil worshipers um, that are consistently preying upon your family. That, 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 that's kind of the premise of hereditaria without giving away a lot of details, but mm-hmm. it, stuff like that is what makes it really, really scary. Uh, same thing with Rosemary's baby. Um, it, it's a slow burn movie, uh, but I think it's, it's probably one of the greatest horror films I think that have, has ever been made because it, it kind of, it's kind of like Tarkovsky's stranger. Um, it, it showed us that it could be a slow burn of a movie and yet still capture our interest. Um, but yeah, anything that has to do with, with a cult full of people who are worshiping some kind of a demon or devil, um, count, count me out. That stuff is scary. (laughs) That, that is, that is the stuff that I think bothers me the most. Yeah. So what, what about when you blend kind of the monster, uh, the monster experience with what you're describing in the loss of a child and some of some of that pain that you described with uh, hereditary and you get a quiet place yeah that what are your too, thoughts on that movie I think I think it did what Cloverfield wanted to do but made it so much more tense so much more tense the only thing that I feel like rivaled what A Quiet Place was able to pull off was Bird Box um, in terms of its suspense. But what's so what's so great about A Quiet Place is that they were able to accu- they were able to convey this whole this new scary movie, this new premise. You know, it's not like any other alien film. I, I consider it to be kind of like an alien film, and I don't I don't think yeah. it's it's unlike any alien film that we've ever seen. It's not signs, you know, it's not dark skies. Um, they have a vulnerability on both sides. And it's it's kind of interesting seeing how, how they adapt and, and how they deal with that. Not to mention noise. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's scary when you're holding your breath and hiding from Michael Myers. But these things have ears that that's like, it's like sonar, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I. I I thought they did a good job at that. It definitely brought suspense and uh, terror. Uh, I wondered how it was going to be with the film having to be so quiet like it was and how they would pull that off. But I think they did it in a, a really good way. Yeah, I no, started I, I completely, completely agree. I started watching. It's It's actually a season on Netflix that uh, came out here real recently. I don't I don't know if you've caught it yet or not. Uh, Midnight Mass. I, I was about to say, with the details that you were giving me, I thought you were describing Midnight Mass. I finished it last week. Ah, uh, okay. I have not finished, but I've started. And what is your take? So I think, I don't let my dog out. I think it's, Probably, I was going to bring it up for like what I think one of the best TV shows was that I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because, um, I mean, like I'll, I'll talk about it there too, but I actually, I was really hoping that you'd seen it or that you'd at least heard of it because the, how, how, how far are you into it? Because again, I don't want to give you any details away. 
Well, so it's kind of what I hear. It's a slow burn a little bit to through the first couple episodes, and that's what I've, I'm through. So, so they say it picks up in three and four. So, okay, yeah. So you won't find anything out until until probably. Well, I mean, you'll you'll know you'll know what's going on by like episode three. You'll have an idea. Four, you'll you'll find out more details. Five is like okay, now we're we're working with something here. Um, okay. So, you do do you have a theory for for how it's playing out? Not yet. Okay. All right. Have you seen anything inhuman? Yeah. So so um, I think what. The vibe is vampire vibe, right? Um, on the surface, yes, but it is the most biblical show I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, well, oh yeah, so definitely the biblical themes. I mean, you can, you definitely can see. Uh, it, I mean, it's ingrained in Catholicism, and you have what the the sheriff's a muslim right so you definitely see the religion wrapped all in to this storyline so has father paul began his confessions to himself yet mm, not that yet? i believe not that i know okay if he okay. has i yeah no i don't believe i'm there so there comes a point in time where you'll you'll see Father Paul start to have some confessions with himself, okay. um, and it kind of plays into the whole Monsignor Pruitt thing, because um, you know he's the replacement for Monsignor Pruitt. Yes. Um, whenever you get there, we need to have a whole other discussion about this. Okay. Because right. I really, really, I I already got. I already got an opinion from someone who um, almost went to school to to uh, study religion and, and Christianity and things like that, and, and he gave me his opinion on it. Um, but now, but then I want to get yours because I I think it was I don't know it was it was a brilliant show it was fantastic. So so I've listened to I actually listened to a couple out of Illinois they do um, on on a TV show. Uh, vein. I'm going to come back to this, but they do a podcast on, I don't know, you may, I don't know if you're too young for this. And this is what I was talking about pre-show that I was going to wait till we get live here. Do you ever, have you ever watched, are you afraid of the dark from like the nineties, a TV show for kids? Yeah. 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 Well, I, mean, I haven't so like, you, watched it, but I, I've absolutely seen it before. Okay. So, so they've done a couple re like they've done a, a real small mini series, like three episodes that they, brought back last year and uh, released again this year. But they do a podcast of that because they're the same age as me. And when I was a kid in the 90s, that was like that was my first experience into, uh, I guess, kind of horror kind of shows as horror as it could be for like a seven year old kid. Yeah. Um, but they do that. But he also does movie reviews and he did a review spoiler free of midnight mass but him and his wife went to uh bible college she was catholic he was um protestant and so 
they were very kind of like, yes, this is, we see this all around us playing out with, uh, cause they're not real active in the church nowadays, uh, because of how, uh, judgmental and, um, just the experience of, of church has been, it's like, yeah, you're not lined up with the, the way I understand, uh, Jesus's message and the Bible. And I, I mean, I've, I've found myself to be that way at times, just with how people can be so judgmental of others and, and think so highly of themselves. And yet, um, you, you kind of see how they treat others, but yet others treat others so well that aren't in the church. So I, I kind of feel like that's the vibe a little bit based on what they were describing. So for sure, I want to get to the end of it and kind of get my thoughts on, on how this all plays out. Um, because hearing him talk kind of coming out of the, the religious study, he's like, I would have to go to different services with within different um religions and as part of school and part of his grade and it's like you know god is in all of those um and it's like you think of of um muslims there they have a belief in a prophet and a uh form of scripture that carries on um that is built out of our religion um and he's like you, you see a lot of that wrapped up in uh, this series uh, in Midnight Mass. So I'm I'm really eager to get through it. I'm probably going to have to binge it. I think oh, over yeah. the next couple nights. I, I I definitely I would actually like I'd be like man I'm so tired but I don't want to stop watching it. So I'd take my phone into the bedroom and I'd pop my AirPods in and I'd watch another episode while I was laying in bed. <laughs> um, yeah, I I adored that show, uh, but also. Um, Mike Flanagan is just a fantastic director. Uh, the, the reason I want to talk to you about it is because I am not someone who's very well, uh, who's, who's, I'm not very knowledgeable on, on the things that this touches on. Um, so there's a lot that I have questions on about its accuracy of how it portrays things. And if I think what is actually going on here is, is true or if it's like, acting to be one way but it actually is another if that makes sense like it's wanting to be something but it was misunderstood so it was clearly let, a different thing let's do um let's do a review of that then let's do a midnight mass episode or yeah just an episode on the full season review i think that sounds great i think that sounds fantastic and we'll we'll see if we can get Preston and watch it too because i think it's something that he would actually end up thoroughly enjoying as well yeah, so definitely, but he's scratched below the surface of it, right? Because there's definitely some deep things happening within this that I'm already kind of feeling, but I'm I'm nowhere near uh, through through where I need to be just to kind of piece it all together. It's kind of like you need to watch you need to watch Midnight Mass and then watch Jesus Camp back to back because wow, uh, wow, yes. like talk talk about a, a future episode that's been on the books for a while that definitely has to be talked about at some point we can um work them in together uh i think that that'd be a good idea because they do kind of play into each other honestly yeah for sure well so cool all right to round to round this off if you had to choose one horror movie for everyone to watch this halloween what would it be Uh, let's ask this first 
out of because everybody knows the Michael Myers we've touched on, the Jason Voorhees and the Freddy Krueger. Out of those three, what are your what would you rank as the best um, of those three slasher series? Um, I I love the characters more than others, but I think. So I, I think Michael Myers is scarier than what I'm going to say I think is the best. But Okay. Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I hear that a lot. And you're so, I would, you're so vulnerable. Yeah, I mean you you it's so hard not to fall into his trap because you have to sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have to, you know, otherwise you're you're I don't know. It, it, there there came a point in the movies where you didn't know if you were sleeping or if you were awake, and I think that was like the scariest parts. True. So one I would recommend. Gosh, there's so many, Connor. I know. Um, you know, I'm. I mean, I have to recommend the Conjuring movies if you haven't seen those, but we've already talked about those. Um, I have to recommend the exorcist too but we've already talked about that um i'm a big halloween buff so i love that i would i would have to say my favorite out of those three are halloween but what would i recommend the most um gosh i i'm gonna say I'm gonna have to say Psycho. I, okay. That's a that's a horror film. I just love Al, Alfred Hitchcock. I, he, I mean, he created a lot of what a lot of people try to accomplish now. Um, so, I, a good classic I'm gonna recommend is Psycho. Yeah, yeah. I think the one that I'm gonna have to recommend is one that I didn't even talk about on this show, um, but I want to watch it again just because of how chilling it was, uh, and that is The Woman in White. I've not seen that. I, I don't the know if I'm saying it correctly. White. I'm gonna have to double check. Um, I believe it's called the Woman in White. Before I before I lock this in. Yeah, the Woman in White. No, it wasn't. Um, okay, so it was similar to a title, the Woman in White. I I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna describe it to you, and I need you to tell me if this is the movie. Okay. So it, it's it's about like this this guy who goes around and and he like i don't know I, don't, I think he killed a child um and there's a there's a part where the kid is like seeing everything that happened but through ghosts and stuff um and finds out that one piece of evidence for this murder was a ring that was dropped in oh his coat closet you're not talking about the sixth sense are you no 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 no, it's not oh, the sixth okay. sense. And, that and sounds. It, yeah, it's kind. No, it's kind of. It's kind of similar, but it was made in like the seventies or eighties. And oh, it's this, an old. There's this. One. Yeah, there's this scene where this woman in white kind of comes floating out onto this cliff, and it's very, very chilling. Very good. It's kind of like, it kind of. I, I think it's seventies because it would be Silver Bullet era type stuff. Hmm, and it's not called that. No, I, it's I'm looking it up. Um, I I could have sworn it was called the Woman in White. 
Oh, oh no, I know. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Lady in White. Oh, Lady in White. I don't. I'm not seeing it. Not that far off. Um, Lady. Locked in a locked in a cloakroom after school is a Halloween prank. Frankie meets the ghost of a young neighborhood girl uh, who had just been strangled to death ten years before. Frankie mm. soon learns that nine other children have been killed in the year since, and with the spectral help of Melissa and her mother. Uh, a grieving apparition known as Lady in White, he attempts to discover the murderer because he, before he becomes his latest victim. I'm going to have to check that out myself. Very good. Very good. I, the, the reason, um, I, yeah, you just, I, I didn't even think about the Sixth Sense when we've been talking this whole time. What what did you think of that? I, I really enjoyed that movie. The Sixth Sense? Um, yes. I I kind of I kind of joke and I say it was like M Night Shyamalan's only good movie, but I also really love Signs. Yeah, I I thought it was good. The uh, I think the 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 scene that sticks out and sticks with me, talk going way back to what we were talking about earlier with what makes a good horror movie, was was her in the kitchen, and I always every now and then that'll that'll pop up in my mind when I'm running downstairs in the middle of the night to get something out of the kitchen and it's yeah. pitch black in there. I'm like, yeah, that did stick with me out of that movie. So yeah, I, I thought it was a good one and I didn't even think about it till you were explaining that. And I was like, uh, sounds like uh six cents a little. There are so many good ones that I'm sure we'll, we'll even bring up in, in future conversations as October, as October moves onward. Um, no, I, I, I think we've covered a lot of good ground here. Absolutely. The good thing is we've got a whole month to talk about horror, but oh, yeah. you know, we could talk about horror the whole year. Who cares? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you got your <laughs> whole show now. So that's right. That is right. Well, I, I'd say let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us on the whatever podcast. Hope you guys take some of these considerations uh, or some of these movies into consideration as you move into uh, into October and and want some scary things to watch. I promise you, all the things we have talked about here, uh, I think we think are somewhat scary, right? That's right. So yeah, go out, rinse it, enjoy it. I don't know, get a pizza, sit back, relax, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Whatever Podcast. That's right. Stay spooky.